Y'all, it's been a minute, but we back. I finally got this. <laughs> I finally got this working. All right. So we back for another episode after who knows how long. It's been since like maybe like September or something like that. Um, Man. So we had to take a break because... um. As y'all, some of y'all may know, some of y'all may not know, my place caught on fire. Whole place burnt down. Uh, it was back in like September that, um, and it's so crazy because, uh, you know, it was a good day and a bad day. I literally just got uh, put in for my recommendation for medical retirement and you know, I think it was that same night or the next night or something. It had to be. It had to be the same night. I, I don't even remember. But um, you know, I was at home and it was like eleven o'clock at night and it was like raining real bad. It was. It was actually. I want to say it was like Labor Day weekend or something like that. That uh, it was raining real bad. Raining, uh, wind, thunder. Well, actually, it started out with uh, just thunder, thundering real bad. Uh, and not even really thunder, lightning. There's difference. It was lightning real bad. Man, you know, I'm at home, 11 o'clock at night on a Friday, not doing shit because, you know, I don't really go out like that anymore. And, um, you know, I'm playing a game. And hold on. Somebody's calling me. All right. So I'm back now. That kind of uh, almost ruined my momentum, but anyways. So yeah, what was I saying? It was it was lightning that night, and um, and it was lightning so. It was lightning so much that it thought like people was outside of my window, like taking pictures with the flash on. So uh, I'm like looking outside, thinking that it's storming, and it was like nothing. It was just like kind of windy and like lightning. So, you know, I really didn't pay no attention to it. Well, I think I may have been drinking that night. But anyways, I was on the game and, you know, I was like, as always, I'm like extra loud when I'm on the game, when we play like Call of Duty and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, like I played all the way almost to midnight or something like that. It was almost midnight. And, um, and I'm like. I'm playing and I'm I'm getting off the game and I'm thinking that somebody somebody's like, you know, it sounds like it was lightning and thundering so loud that like you could kind of feel the walls shaking a little bit. And sometimes I was almost feeling like somebody was like beating on the walls trying to get me to like be quiet or something like that because I was being loud. But that's never, ever happened before. So I wasn't really paying no attention to it. And then, you know, I was literally about to get off the game. And, you know, throw in my AirPods and stuff like that and go go lay down. Um, And I could just hear somebody just beating on my door, just just beating on it, kicking it. And I'm thinking like, oh, shit, you know, I pissed off one of my neighbors or something like that. And they're trying to get my attention, giving it come to the door. And I was about to ignore it because I don't answer my door for somebody that's knocking unannounced at like 11, 12 o'clock at night. Um. But I was like, all right, you know, I'll go look at the peephole and stuff like that. See who's out there. And there's, like, some dude standing out there. And, you know, I decided to open the door. And he's like, yo, uh," he's like, the roof is on fire. The roof is on fire. 
you know, everybody has to get out of the building and stuff like that. And I'm just like, what the fuck? So I didn't have no shoes on. I run back and, uh, you know, throw on a hoodie and uh, I threw on uh, my some slides to go, you know, go outside. But I was like, oh. I, and I'm like, go grab my keys, my, you know, my IDs, my debit card. Because normally those are like the number one things you want to have if you're about to lose everything. Because those are like the hardest things to get. Those are the things that those are your bare minimum essentials, mandatory that you need to have. So fucking I go grab those things, go back. And I was like, oh, fuck that. I'm about to go throw on some shoes. Because fucking if it's raining outside, I don't want to get, you know, just have my socks exposed and my feet getting wet. So I run back, put on like the first pair of shoes that I could grab, run outside. And, you know, you can kind of see the the fire glowing from the backside of the apartment complex. And, you know, you kind of step out further into the parking lot. I was like, okay, it's not that bad. Fucking... Then that's when it started to rain and really pick up in wind. And everybody knows when the wind picks up, you know, that's all the fire needs to spread everywhere. So it was only like on a little corner of the 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 apartment complex on the roof from it being struck by lightning just in that area. So it wasn't that bad. It wasn't until the wind picked up that it kind of made it worse. And that was like right when the fire department showed up. So, um I like move my truck from the front of the building because I don't want to get my my truck stuck there just in case I got a fucking, you know, of course, I'm at to leave and I don't want to be stuck there and my truck's right there. And I can't even sit in my truck because they're, you know, the fire, the, the buildings, you know, the parking lot's literally right there in front of the apartment complex. So I don't want to get stuck. So I move my you know truck further down and I'm also on the side, you know where the fire is and you can just see it just spread and, and like engulfing the whole roof and stuff like that. And I, I live on the second floor and in this apart part of the apartment complex, there's like three levels. So I'm in the middle and I'm like, okay, it's not that bad. But like when the fire department shows up, they are literally taking their sweet time with, all right, we need to get this fire under control because it was containable in my eyes. And in my opinion, it was 100% containable and um, so I'm just like sitting there in my you know truck, just watching, just watching, and I'm just like, "Fuck, you know, it's not that bad." It, it goes from it's not, and I was going through like a mixture of emotions, like, "All right, it's not that bad." Uh, all right, it's getting bad. All right, fuck it, because I got insurance, and then I'm just like, and then I just start going down the line of things, the important things that I had in the house. I was like, "Damn." I had a lot of paperwork in there that, you know, I really, really need. Uh, and then I was like, oh, shit, my guns are in there. And I was like, oh, fuck, my MacBook's in there with all my pictures on there. And everybody knows, like, if you know me personally, I am huge on pictures because I grew up not really having a lot of pictures from my childhood and specifically, like, when I was a baby. So I'm like, you know, I got you know, all my family pictures on there, all the pictures of me from like the past 10 years, 10 plus years. And I'm just like, oh, fuck, you know, my MacBook's gone. It's gone. Um, And then, it, like I said, it was just like, it's not bad. It's, it's, you know, oh, it's getting bad. 
And I was like, all right, I can deal with this. And, if I, you know, but it also was going through my mind. It was just like insurance. Insurance going to be the pain in the ass trying to get this insurance settlement. And, you know, for them to reimburse me for everything that I lost and stuff like that. And I'm just like, ah, fuck. All right. I'm just, I was just like, you know, I'm not going to get mad. I'm not going to get mad. I'm not going to let it get the best of me. But it was like, you know, getting to me because I'm just like, fuck, man. You know, I'm losing everything like right now. And, you know, I just got recommended for medical retirement. And I don't know how quick that's going to go. But essentially, I'm getting out with nothing. And, uh, but, you know, the fire wasn't as bad as, you know, it turned out to be. Because only, like, really the third floor, you know, was burned completely. Um, everything else below that was just, like, major water damage and a little bit of fire. But it was, like, mostly, like, water damage. So, like, all my furniture was fucked. Um, not not really all my furniture. I was able to save, uh, you know, my bed and my dresser set because it was, like, expensive as fuck. So, it's, like, real ass, like, wood and shit like that. So, it was good quality furniture. So, it wasn't that bad. My sofas and stuff like that, those are pretty much done. Because uh, it had a lot of water damage, so mold started to grow on it. Um, my living room furniture was pretty much done because um, water had settled into the wood. So it was just like, uh, it you know, it started to fuck up the, the, the wood finisher and all that kind of stuff. And uh, water, so much water soaked into the actual wood itself. So couldn't couldn't really say that. Uh, surprisingly my tvs were okay so that was that was pretty good and what was so crazy because i had just moved in there i only been in there for like since like june so you know my my tvs were fairly new and uh but they they survived you know they only had like a little bit of water damage and stuff like that uh not water damage but just you know water spots that i had to clean off the tvs and stuff like that um a lot of my clothes were gone and not and to my surprise, not because, well, a lot of them I did lose because of, um, you know, it had been like a week before I could get back in there. So um, a lot of my clothes had like had mold on it and shit like that. But I lost a, a good chunk of my shoes because the damage control, if that's what you want to call it. The, the people that's tasked to come do damage control and do building clearing and stuff like that, they stole a bunch of my shit, like my shoes. They even stole like hats and shit. They stole like a, you know, a watch from me. Um, they stole like, you know, belts from me and shit like that. And I'm just like, motherfucker, that's like kicking a person while they're down. You know, you want to you want to steal their wet clothes and shoes and stuff like that. But it was, it, it was, you know, I wasn't really tripping. I was upset because it was just, it was happening while I'm trying to get in there and clear out my stuff. So every day that I came back, it was like stuff that was missing and shit like that, which is like upsetting because, you know, but it also like made me have this, you know, this mindset of I don't value material things anymore because I lost so much during that fire that, um, you know, 
I wasn't in a rush to go out and buy a bunch of, you know, shoes. And and not not to say that I was in that mindset to begin with because I, you know, I started losing that mindset over the past couple of years is like, you know, easing up on buying shoes throughout the year. You know, I think on hand, you know, I maybe brought a total of like six pairs of shoes last year. So, you know, I was already out of that mindset and, you know, same thing with last year. You know, I came from I buy like at least 20 pairs of shoes a year or something like that. But, you know, I started to get out of that mindset as I got, you know, as I'm getting older. But it was still like, you know, kind of annoying to see that, you know, these motherfuckers who see that I just lost pretty much everything in a fire. They're coming in and taking stuff from me. Um, Surprisingly, all my guns survived the fire, too. Uh, I think only like one of my lowers and, you know, one of my pistols had rust on it and stuff like that, which is easy to clean off of a gun if you know how to clean guns. Um, But. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was pretty much that, you know, fast forwarding. I did end up losing the only true thing that I did lose, like even my camera survived. All my paperwork survived. Um the only true thing that I did lose was um, my my MacBook. And that was, like, kind of hurtful because I've had, first of all, I've had that MacBook since, like, my first deployment back in, like, 2013. So, and it had, like, everything on there. Like, literally everything. All my music, all my, you know, that's basically what I used to put this. That was, like, the main, that was, like, the bread and butter of doing this podcast, you know. I had, you know, all my equipment survived that I used to do the podcast, all my camera equipment. Um, But uh, my MacBook was just like it was sitting on the coffee table and um, from, you know, just getting water dripped all over and stuff like that. It was it was completely done. Um, And, you know, what's so crazy is I've had that MacBook since 2013 and I had been telling myself, like, you know, it's, you know, having a macbook for 10 plus years it's time for a new one after you like you can have a macbook for a long time and i tried to hold on to it i tried to hold out from getting a new one because macbooks are so fucking expensive now that you know i don't really use my macbook as much as i did when i first got it i primarily use it for if i do go on deployment or something like that or just to you know download movies and stuff like that and music and to do the podcast over the past couple years but um you know I was holding out for so long on getting a MacBook and I kept telling myself, I was like, you know, this MacBook is so old now that it's, it's going to be time to get one soon. But I was like, I ain't about to spend no $3,000 on a fucking MacBook that I, you know, I'm only going to use, you know, 20% of it because, you know, I just don't, but I need one. It's not that I, you know, I absolutely have to have one. I just need one for certain things, which is to do this podcast and soon to be to, you know, edit movies and stuff like that. Not movies, but, you know, edit videos and stuff like that, which I plan on doing uh, hopefully this year now that I'm pretty close to getting out. Um, But, yeah, you know, the biggest thing that hurt me the most was it's like, you know, I lost pictures, 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 pictures over the past, you know, from the past, you know, 12 years. And I lost all of them. Um, the people, the number one thing that people were saying was like, you ain't got an iCloud, you ain't got an iCloud. Listen, I have more than, you know, at least five, over 500 gigs worth of pictures and videos. Like, what the fuck do you want me to do? iCloud is not cheap. You know what I mean? Like, 
is you know I already have a terabyte of a computer, and then I have you know only two hundred gigabytes of iCloud storage, and that goes to my phone. So I'm just like, you know, like what the fuck did y'all want? You know, you know, do you have motherfuckers ask you that? I'm like, do you have iCloud storage? I'm pretty sure you don't have as much as I do. Like I'm pretty sure for like the two hundred gigabytes that I pay for, that is already like you know twenty dollars or something like that, ten twenty dollars. And, you know, it only goes up from there. So I didn't have that. Um, and like I said, it's dedicated to my phone because, you know, you'll lose a phone before you lose a MacBook and everything on your phone. You definitely need, you know, to have backed up through iCloud and stuff like that, because if you lose everything, you know, you take more pictures on your phone than you would have stored in your laptop. And I can tell you that for sure. I'm pretty sure I'm sitting at like fucking 5,000 fucking videos and pictures in my phone. Um, so, you know, yeah, like I said, I lost all that. But I've learned to just accept it. I, you know, I still got pictures, you know, some pictures and stuff like that from my old Instagram and, you know, my Facebook. So I wasn't too upset about that, but it did hurt me a lot. I think I almost cried. Um but yeah, so that was just pretty much, you know, the highlight of my last year. Um, fast forward and, you know, and then I just been dealing with uh, insurance, surprisingly, settled out pretty quickly. I'm pretty sure they settled out and closed that out in like less than a week. So I was pretty happy about that. Um, and then, yeah, um, fast forward to now. um Ain't been doing shit, but trying to prepare for getting out of the, you know, military. And it's been a long time coming. I And I, and it was so crazy. I had just recorded. I think I recorded that same day, too, that the fire happened. And so that episode will never see a lot of day. Um, they did tell me that I could take the MacBook somewhere and they could, you know, to some, you know, place that specializes in pulling data off of damaged hard drives and stuff like that. But it costs a lot of money. I just haven't gotten around to doing that, which I probably should. Um, but yeah, fast forward to now, you know, I just been working on getting out, preparing myself for getting out. Um, I do see myself probably getting that done within the next few months before summertime hits and I'll be out of the military officially on, you know, medical retirement, which, um, you know, I'm pretty happy about that. Can't wait for that to happen. Uh, and, um, I don't know. Cause it's a kind of a up and it's kind of been an up and down roller coaster with dealing with that. Cause as I get as I know I'm getting closer to it, I just get you know anxious and a, you know a little bit worried because this is a huge chunk of my life that I'm I'm ending. You know I've been in the military for almost twelve years, and it's coming to an end. You know sooner than I thought it would because everybody when they're first in, everybody's under their mindset that oh you know I'm gonna do twenty years. This is easy. And over time, it, you know, the military will show you that it is not easy at all, especially dealing with the stuff that I've dealt with. You know, being, in, as you know, some of you people know, I'm in the infantry, done some combat tours and, you know, dealt with some stuff, seen some stuff, done some stuff. And it's definitely not as easy as some people make it out to be, especially how it is now, where it's like, you know, before back in the day, and I experienced a little bit of it, it's just like, you know, you had a, you know, pretty set schedule for throughout the year and now it's just like you know a bunch of 
you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. You're constantly on the go. You're constantly doing this. You're constantly busy doing a bunch of dumb shit at work. And it just does not, it, you know, for me, I like to live a personal life more than, you know, I used to. You know, I'll enjoy my personal time and actually doing stuff as a, you know, civilian. And I didn't really get a lot of chance to do that, especially being in the infantry. So, you know, I just came to the conclusion that it was time for me to move forward and do something else in life so I can enjoy life and actually enjoy what I do. So, yeah, I've been preparing myself for getting out, you know, over the past couple months mentally and physically. Um, I do have a plan on what I want to do. I just want to execute before I start talking about it because I want to see it through. I don't want to be one of those people that are like, yeah, you know, this is what I want to do. And then it doesn't actually pan out that way. I kind of you know, keep a low profile on how I'm doing things nowadays. Uh, but, yeah, and I also thought about, you know, revamping this podcast, doing things a little bit differently. I know some of y'all that are new and, and, and just got hip to this be asking about, oh, you know, I'm going to go back and listen to the old stuff. I kind of wouldn't recommend that uh, because we used to talk about a lot of wild shit when Josh was on here. Um, don't judge me. I will say that a lot of those episodes we we may or may not have been, you know, drunk and, you know, said some things, done some things that you may not agree with. And I also... Uh, I also have come to the understanding that I ain't going to please everybody. My podcast is not going to be for everybody. And I know this for a fact because I've had people have issue with the things that I've said on my podcast on my goddamn platform. And it's just, it, it is what it is. It's not going to be for everybody. If it's not for you, then that's cool. Uh, but don't, don't judge me and think that I'm some type of asshole, some bitch ass nigga and stuff like that. Because, you don't like some of the things that I talk about on my podcast. I will be my I will try to be mindful of some of the things that I say, but I'm not going to be I don't think about a goddamn soul when I'm saying things on this podcast. I don't think about what's this person going to think, what's this person going to think and what this other person is going to think because then it comes into play where I'm just watching my words too much just to please people that really don't give a fuck about you to begin with. A lot of people say that they you know, just have something to say just because they, they you know, don't agree with it. If you don't agree with it, then, you know, don't tune into it. That's what I say. But, yeah, I thought about, you know, changing things up and how things are done and things are said. Uh, for sure, I'm just going to have just guests at random, people that I know on this podcast, maybe every other week or something like that. Um, and it will be a little bit more structured, more... You know, which is what I I was trying to work to before I lost everything in that goddamn fire. Um, and, yeah, so it'll be more interesting and stuff like that. You'll get a lot of, you know, point of views. Um, I hope everybody had a good new year. I did. And I say that because I did things a little different this year. I got I, – I was uh, – I was I started drinking early on New Year's Eve thinking that my timing was good, and it was not at all. I don't know if my timing, it was because of my timing, or I decided to just, like, fuck it. I'm getting fucked up tonight because, you know, it's New Year's. I'm going to do what I want. Uh, and I ended up waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm pretty sure I may have passed out somewhere around 9.30, and I woke up. It was 3.30 in the morning. 
which I'm one of those people anyway that's starting to get detached from like these major holidays and because you're supposed to go out and celebrate. You you should be able to go out and have a good time and celebrate whenever. You shouldn't wait to these these special occasions that are you know were designed by somebody else to go out and have fun and celebrate something you know major accomplishments. You shouldn't wait till New Year's to be like the start of January first. It's gonna be a whole new me. Motherfucker, you can wake up at any time throughout the year and be like, fuck that. I ain't on that old shit. I'm doing things differently. And decide to go celebrate about that shit, whether it be like October 10th or, you know, March 28th. You know what I mean? Like, go celebrate yourself and your accomplishments or the things you plan on doing whenever and be and be happy about it. You know, but like I said, I do hope everybody enjoys their New Year's. Um and whatever they plan on doing this year, they actually do. I know I have a lot of things that I set out to do, you know, for myself this year that are already, you know, in the works and stuff like that and have planned and seen for myself. Because, um, you know, some of y'all may know if y'all listen to these last couple of episodes, I experienced a lot over the past couple of years. The last couple of years was a real eye opener for me as far as like, you know, the company that I keep and the friends around me. And the people that I do want around me and how I choose to live my life and how I want to live my life going forward. Um, so now it's just, you know, I don't see nothing stopping me from accomplishing the things that I plan on accomplishing, especially when I'm out of the military. You know, because being out of the military is just it's going to be a huge it's going to be a not necessarily, you know, a different ball game for me. It's just going to be different. You know, what I mean, like when you're in the military, you have like this structured lifestyle that you know everything's set in motion before everything becomes like redundant you know from monday through friday you getting up you're going to work saluting the flag working out sitting in the office going to the field doing training like you you have a six month schedule printed out for you on how you're gonna live your life and then after that six months is up you got another six month schedule coming out on how you're gonna live your life and that six-month schedule was put out during the previous six-month schedule. So you already have a heads-up on how you're going to live your life until the end of time for as long as you're in the military. But now it's like, you know, when you're out, like, now it's going to be a thing where it's all on you. Like, how you about to live your life, and you know, for the rest of your life, it's all dictated by you. It isn't dictated by, you know, some commander some dude above him, some dude above, like, you know, four levels above you. It's all dictated by you. So I will, uh, I will be planning that out and I hope to enjoy it. I will enjoy it. I don't even know why I said I hope to enjoy it. I will enjoy it because this is what I've been looking forward to over, at least over the past few years when I knew that, when I came to the conclusion that I did not want to be in the military anymore, I was over it, you know, and I'm so glad that I came to that conclusion because nothing sucks more than doing something that you are not happy doing, you know, whether it be you in the military, whether it be you in a relationship, whether you, you know, live in somewhere you do not want to live, whether you're in some line of work that you, you just hate, but you're doing it because it pays the bills. Nothing sucks more than doing something that you do not want to do. And that's what I was feeling over the past few years. So it's just like, man, you know, I used to enjoy coming to work. I used to enjoy going to the field, 
training, not necessarily training. Training always sucks, especially when you're in infantry. If you have somebody that is a family member that wants to join the military, please tell them do not go to the infantry. If they if they do want to go to the infantry, tell them to go to get the experience and, you know, make them a hard body motherfucker and then tell them to go do something else in the military. Because it ain't all if you ain't going to war, if you ain't putting those skills to the test to really say that I'm I'm an infantryman. And I truly in my heart believe that that's what at the end of the day makes you an infantryman. Put no skills to the test and, you know, going to go kill bad guys. Um it's it's not really worth it anymore, especially with all the bullshit that you got to deal with. And I'll be the first one to tell you, you are going to deal with a lot of bullshit in the infantry. I think you deal with more bullshit than anybody in the army. I think I take that back. I think every MOS in the in the in the army they deal with so much bullshit. And I don't recommend anybody stays in this game for that long. If you got fantastic leadership, yes. If you got a fantastic work environment, yes. If you got a fantastic schedule, yes. Stay in this shit for as long as you can. Because, you know, it's cool. But also set yourself up for success. If you if you find a better job, go do it, please. Go do it. Because we don't make enough. I'll be the first one to tell you that. We just got the, the biggest pay raise. You know, we always get a pay raise, but we just got the biggest pay raise, the, huge, the hugest pay raise in about the past 20 years or decade or so. I don't know. I can't remember. But... Fucking, it was, it was pretty significant, about $600 in total uh, with all our incentives. Uh, I wouldn't say the incentives, but entitlements or whatever. Um, and I still don't think that's enough. You know, right now, I'm probably making anywhere a little bit over six grand for my time and service time and grade, which means my rank and how long I've been in. Um, yeah, somewhere probably a little over six grand, but it ain't enough. I would say it's enough for me now. That I ain't doing shit. But if I was like ripping and running, going to work, sending these meetings all day, going to training nonstop from sunup to sundown. No, nah, it ain't enough. It is not enough to be dealing with all this bullshit that we got to deal with. Especially if you're a private. Sucks. Paychecks sucks. Um, but yeah. Um, if you find something better, then go do it. Please. By all means. Don't let this whole. Don't let some sense of pride and, you know, serving your country. You know, because there's people that would never consider serving this country. There's people that couldn't dare fathom the idea of going to eat just basic training alone. So by you doing that, that's enough to, you know, say that, bitch, I served. I did my job, did my time. It was only three, four years. So the fuck what? I did more than you. And even if somebody that did more than you, that's still in saying, I'm like, okay, so what? Nothing wrong with doing multiple things in life, having multiple career paths in life. Nothing wrong with it. As long as you're taking care of your responsibilities and you're getting paid while you're doing it. Nothing wrong with it. Um, but yeah. So uh that's been pretty much that. I'll I'll go I'll go back, you know, in other episodes while I'm talking about different conversations and and touch on things that because I know that probably what is that, September, October, November, December, you know, that five month gap that I wasn't recording shit. And I was usually putting out an episode every week. A lot, a lot happened. Let's just say that a lot has happened besides, besides me getting my medical retirement, you know, stuff in order. A lot of personal stuff that has happened to me that, you know, I'll touch on in other episodes and probably with other guests. I won't, you know, I'll, I'll never name drop on here. I'll never speak, 
directly on time frames of situations that I was dealing with, you know, with stuff or people. So that way that doesn't rub some people the wrong way. Um, but yeah, you know, I'll go, I'll go give y'all a rundown on those past five months. Cause it was a lot of other stuff that was going on, but, uh, yeah, that's been pretty much it. So, but, uh, uh as far as this podcast goes, like I said, I, I, you know, I do have stuff planned for, it. I just got to get truly situated to where I'm not getting up and giving up a huge chunk of my day to, you know, something and then coming home and I'm like, ah, oh, I got to do a podcast. I got to record. I got to film and stuff like that. I plan on doing a lot of stuff. Got a lot of guns laying on the counter. So y'all will see some gun content this year. Hopefully if I have people to go with me, I do have a plan on, um, um, probably staying in Colorado for a little bit while I go to, at least while I go to school, I do ultimately still do want to buy me a house in Texas. Like I talked about, or some people may know if I haven't talked about it, but yeah, I plan on residing in Texas, hopefully. Um, but I'll probably be, you know, doing school here cause it's easier for, you know, what I got going on. Um, and I will have people here to, you know, probably do, help do that content and stuff like that. Cause I, I do feel like I got something to bring to the table when it comes to the gun industry and educating people on guns. Cause I feel like everybody should have a gun. If you ain't got a gun in 2023, a little six year old kid just went to school the other day and shot his goddamn teacher after they, after they said an altercation, what altercation a six year old has, I do not know. But that, especially for him to shoot his teacher, but Hey man, if you ain't got you a gun in 2023, I don't know what you're doing, but you're living life wrong. You should have some type of gun, personally owned gun for protection. This isn't fucking, you know, y'all have to accept this isn't fucking, we don't live in a land of fucking, you know, hearts and minds. We live in a lands of fucking um, blood and brass where, you know, one day you may wake up and your life is decided by some dude that's going through some mental health issues. Um, and not necessarily mental health issues, but just wake up one day. and like, I want to kill people. That is the world that we live in. So you got to be prepared for that. So, uh, I will be fucking offering my expertise on that or my opinions and thoughts on that as well as having, you know, some pretty good videos to go along with it. Um, some of y'all who follow me on Instagram, y'all see, I get down with these guns. I do not fucking around. I probably got about a good 10 guns sitting on the counter, kitchen counter right now for no reason. Somebody walking here, uh, it's going to be a filming of Deadpool 3 in this bitch. You know what I mean? I'm never worried about anything wherever I go because it's always some type of gun, maybe two or three on me. And I ain't worried about a goddamn thing. But, uh, but yeah, so yeah, it, I'm you're gonna see a little bit of that once I get a little bit more established too. You'll see the visuals to the podcast if anybody's into watching YouTube that follows me, um, and we'll go from there. I also want to do like little shorts and stuff like that. Um, start, you know, pretty much educating people that are outside the military on the military as well, because I I feel like you know there are people that do that, but I don't feel like people I feel like people tap dance around fucking talking about the military. People literally tap dance around that shit. And especially the ones that are still in. 
because they know those are people that feel like they got something to lose. And you may have something to lose. You may have some bitch ass command unit that want that's very vindictive because you're speaking ill on them. And you're not really speaking ill on them. You're just telling the truth. But I got a lot of truth to tell about the military. A lot of truth. Especially after I watched that uh, Vanessa Gillian fucking documentary on Netflix, which, you know, if you're in the military, you pretty much following it like, you know. Even even if you was out, you're pretty much following the whole story and stuff like that. But the documentary pissed me off because they didn't speak on and nor did they name drop. And I didn't expect them to name drop, but they didn't speak on what the fuck happened, uh, what needed to happen. Well, they spoke on what needed to happen, but they didn't speak on what happened and what they wanted to happen did not happen. And I feel like there should have been a lot of leadership that like. Not just get relieved because you can get relieved in the military and still go on somewhere else and do something, especially with the retention issues that the military is having that I've witnessed lately over the past, you know, few six months that with the whole retention issues, they are retaining motherfuckers for serious offenses. I've seen people get DUIs. I've seen people have, you know, maybe accidental, inappropriate relationships with minors and still uh, be in the military. I've seen people get Article 15s, piss hot, um, just all around just be a terrible, shitty soldier. But they want to keep those numbers up because they ain't got people coming in that they just letting shit slide right now. And those people that was responsible, ultimately responsible if you really look at it, for you know Vanessa Gamillion's passing, they should have been like kicked out of the military. Literally kicked out of the military. I don't give a fuck what rank you are, what we have to do, and what we have to go through. Everybody in that chain of command should have been kicked out. Not Maybe not everybody, but everybody was aware of the situation because I'm pretty sure they were. Um, especially in my experience, I've seen you know leadership be aware, fully aware of a situation. And they just like, oh, you know, they try their hardest to sweep shit under the rug so nobody knows about it. But they should have been kicked out. They 100% should have been kicked out. You know what I mean? Like, and not just like, oh, we're going to force retire you or, you you know, the platoon star has been in for 15 years and we're going to force retire him. Uh, first sergeant, the sergeant major, they should have been kicked out, like reduced and fucking kicked out. No, nothing. That's the least that the army could have done. Commanders as well. Commanders as well should have been kicked out. All the way down to the person that was supposed to be watching the uh the sus the the person of interest who was you know ultimately proven that he's the one who killed her, the 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 NCO that was supposed to be watching him when he was named as a suspect, but he was watching him because he was on COVID protocol, and he let him slip away, and that's how he ended up slipping away, uh, attempting to fucking flee the you know the base and go AWOL, and then when the police caught up to him, he fucking shot himself in the head and killed himself. He should have been kicked out as well because a lot of motherfuckers don't understand. Like when we tell you to watch him and he ain't supposed to go nowhere, that's what the fuck we meant. Now, why the fuck did you uh, let him trick you into thinking that he's about to go do this and he didn't? You should have been following him. I've dealt with that before in the military with a dude that went like AWOL three times. But by the time it was his third time, them bringing him back. This is when I was in the army and, you know, they gave us a whole rundown. It was like, do not let him out of your sight. As a matter of fact, we are going to task five people with watching him until his court martial, because if he's went AWOL three times previous, 
prior to this, then he's going to go AWOL again. Don't let him out of your sight. If you got to go to the bathroom, go with him. Make him piss with the stall open. We don't give a fuck, but do not let him out of your sight. And that's exactly what we did. So, because we understood that, well, it was made clear to us that if he goes AWOL again and on y'all watch, y'all going to get in trouble. So, you know, I was like, all right, cool. I don't feel like catching an Article 15 today and doing extra duty. So, I'm... Hey, man, sorry. I got to go in this bathroom with you and watch you piss so you don't climb out of the window in the bathroom. Hey, ruse or ruse. I'm not about to lose my job for somebody I don't know. But, yeah, they definitely should have uh, kicked everybody out. Simple. No questions asked. It could have been done. And they didn't touch on it enough either. They didn't touch on the military side. You know, they spent a good amount of the, you know, documentary, maybe like two thirds, not maybe not two thirds, a third of it, like bashing the shit out of the military from the family's perspective. But there should have been soldiers on the inside speaking out, which you're not really allowed to do. But that shit got to change, too, because that's what makes people afraid to speak on how how shit goes down in the military. This, you know, this boys club bullshit that causes shit to go down in the military that is bad and detrimental because I've experienced it. Uh, had a close friend, soldier underneath me, kill himself because his what he considered to be his best friend in the unit was sleeping with his wife. And fucking because nobody else, a lot of other people in the platoon that knew about it didn't want to speak up about it so we can fucking outcast this fucking jackass and get him the fuck up out of here. They were just like, shit, fucking, you know, we don't talk about dirt in public. Fuck that. We should have. I didn't know about it at the time. I didn't find out till like way after either. Um, but should have been speaking on it out loud. Fuck that. Fuck that dude. He's causing, you know, a disruption in our system, a dysfunction in our family, a kink in our chain. We need to outcast him. We need to talk about that shit publicly out loud. Everybody needs to hear about it. So we know what the fuck's going on here. Ain't no details left out about it. This ain't no murder investigation. So why the fuck are we keeping it a secret? But that's what generally happens in the military. Everybody's so scared to speak up about shit, you know. And you know that's what that's what I've come to been saying over the past year or so. You motherfuckers ain't no real infantryman if y'all scared to tell another man to his face that he's a bitch, because that's really what goes on in the military. A lot of people are scared to confront another man and stuff like that because they don't want to. They don't come from that. Me. I come from stepping to a motherfucker, to his face. Bitch, I'll tell you what I got to say to your face, and I dare you to do something about it, pussy. But in, you know, workplace environment, people scared to do shit like that. And we control what goes on. You know what I mean? Like, you can step to somebody, confront somebody. My The platoon sergeant's right here. He going to fucking tell me what's allowed and what ain't allowed. As long as I don't put my hands on you. Motherfucker, I'm going to step to you. I'm going to be loud. I'm I'm very loud. I'm very vocal at work when it comes to being in the military. Not just because I'm black, because I just don't take no shit. I don't feel like it's necessary to keep, you know, be talking on the low and gossiping and being little gossip girls and shit like that. Like, this is high school and shit like that. Like, nah, man. Say what you got to say to that man's face. And get it over with. So it ain't no he say, she say shit. But that's how the military, that's like how the military goes. And it goes like that everywhere else. But it's just really bad like that in the military. Really bad. Really, 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 really bad. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah. That's pretty much, you know, what I I got planned. I didn't mean to go on a little rant about that. But, you know, 
oh man, so much shit that bothers me about the military now that I'm getting out of the military. It's it's so much shit that always bothered me, but I'm more like real vocal about it now because I don't give a fuck. What can you do to me, bitch? I'm getting out. As long as I don't, you know, do nothing, then give me Article 15. I'm gonna say whatever I want. But uh, yeah, so I plan on having a guest on the next episode. Uh, not gonna say who it is yet because I haven't figured out who it is. Um, but yeah, somebody's gonna be on here every other week. It's gonna be random. Y'all see, and we just gonna we're just gonna get shit rocking like that. Um, I don't know what episode this is. It's probably like I know it's over a hundred because I I remember me crossing that threshold of doing a hundred episodes. But uh, yeah, plan on uh, you know, re like I said, revamping this podcast, and we're gonna do things different. We're gonna keep it interesting. Have some interesting topics. Um. And yeah, I'm glad to be back. I'm in good health and in good spirits. Uh, you know, I felt so good about coming back and doing this podcast, man. I was I was so like ready. I just got off staff. I was off, I was on staff duty yesterday, so I slept until like noon. That's why I'm doing it so late. But uh, so I'll probably end up dropping it Sunday. Um, I'll try to drop it tonight, but I'll be announcing it Sunday because I like to announce it in the peak of when people are on social media, at least that follow me, so they are tracking that the you know the episodes out but yeah uh i'm i'm excited i'm really excited to be back you know i use this as my venting thing and i want y'all to stop bashing people that do podcasts or at least in people that are new to doing podcasts because nobody had a problem with people that were doing podcasts until people started doing podcasts more people started doing podcasts and that is i think that is such a fucking hater thing to do to hate on somebody for doing something that just because you don't like what you've seen on somebody else's platform you automatically got hate for the people on their platform when you're not a person that's doing it yourself you are a person that gets on fucking your platform i.e your instagram account and posts dumb shit all day or shit that you don't think is dumb or have your your opinion posted on your account all day long and nobody comments on it saying that's stupid that's dumb you a dumbass motherfucker or you know they just give, you know, podcasts to anybody. Like, no, motherfucker. How about they just give Instagram accounts to anybody? Because you get on your social media account and you say dumb shit, too. Or shit that you somebody else may not like. And what you got to say about that, I don't give a fuck. This my shit. I'm going to say what I want to say. So let people have their own platform and say whatever they want to say. If you don't like it, you don't have to listen to it. But, yeah. So don't just think I'm just one of those old bitch-ass niggas that's just doing a podcast for no reason. Like, no, I get on here and I talk about some shit. You know what I mean? If you go back to some of my older episodes, I'm teaching motherfuckers about their credit. You know, how to buy a car. Because a lot of motherfuckers don't know how to buy a car or what to look for when they buying a car. Or even a gun. A lot of you motherfuckers walking around here naked without no gun. And, and it's all because you don't know how to use one. Or you're scared of one. Or you don't know what to go buy. I teach a lot of motherfuckers about that shit. And not just because I'm in the infantry. I got the credentials for that shit as well. I am the master marksmanship. One of the very few in my division on Fort Carson. So I know what I'm talking about when it comes to guns. Uh, 
as well as like credit and stuff like that, or just financial advice, because, you know, I've been there, made mistakes in life and I've gotten better with time. I also read and educated myself on those things. So I don't just think I'm just a nigga up here talking about nothing because we're going to talk about some shit, but we also keep it in- interesting. And we're going to talk about that, 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 that real shit that you motherfuckers get on the shade room and tune into every day. Watch love and hip hop, real house, real housewives or wherever the fuck they from. But we, you know, we're going to keep it funny and interesting. So, yeah. Other than that, you know, there's been another episode of Convert Conversations. I for sure will see y'all next week. On time. I'm sorry about the delay. Uh, I missed y'all. I hope y'all missed me. And we out.